It's the Everything 80s Podcast with Franco in the morning. Ladies and gentlemen, rock and roll. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. This is it, this is it, this is life, the one you get, so go and have a ball. Big Paul Castellano's life last night may very well have been a payoff for getting into such trouble with the feds. Greed, in all of its forms. Greed for life, for money, for love. And I will destroy any man who tries to take what I got. All right, all right, all right, everybody. Welcome back to the Everything 80s podcast. I am Franco in the morning, and I'm joined... By Marty Hausberger. Well, well, well. Hey, you, hey. One version of your new podcast without me, by the way. <laughs> I listen. It's horrific. Right. <laughs> and who's back? Marty Hausberger. You bring me back. All right. Because you need me. You want me. I do want to thank everyone. Notice how I just ignored that. Uh, did, for listening, it? we had a lot of listeners checking out the uh, introductory to this podcast. So here's the thing. I am Franco in the morning, and I work at 100.9 K Hits FM. And we are an 80s radio station. You can yep. find us at BigHitsBigFun.com, the TuneIn app. Also, uh, if you say, Alexa, play 100.9 K-Hits FM, you will have us. Uh, so be sure to check us out. Meantime, the podcast, by the way, is powered by Prime 82 Restaurant, Marty. Yep. Very good place. Very good place in Norwich. They're going to be catering my birthday party this weekend. I was going to say, maybe I'll take you there for lunch on your birthday, but you're already going there this weekend. I'll get okay. something different. They have a vast menu. It's vast. There's a party and I'm not invited? Absolutely. I'm not invited to this party. <laughs> How am I not invited to the birthday party? You know what's funny, Marty? I'm busy. Uh, <laughs> my wife, Kimberly, you know her. Yeah, I know her. Uh, she said to me for her, first of all, she said to me the other day, oh, it's all about your birthday. And I'm like, no, it's not. Well, yeah, it's your birthday. It should and, be. And then she pointed out, uh, for my birthday, all I wanted was popcorn and to go to a movie and we didn't even do that. <laughs> you and couldn't even thinking, sling that? I don't think anything for my birthday... It's catered by Prime 82, and I have two birthday cakes, so possibly <laughs> she's right. <laughs> it's always all about you. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. It's also my daughter Ashley's birthday. Were you born on the very same day? We were. Oh, wow. And I that's was born crazy. on my mother's birthday. Oh, that's right. This Isn't is crazy? funky. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, welcome back, everybody, to the Everything 80s podcast. Uh, a couple things about me. Uh, you can find me. Uh, on TikTok at Franco in the morning, please follow me. Uh, he does a really good job. I mean, you. I was very skeptical of this whole yeah. endeavor when mm-hmm. it happened a couple of years ago, but <laughs> he does a really good job. Yeah, I do the history of music. Yep. Uh, find me as a digital creator on TikTok's Ooh. Reels, uh, Instagram as well, and be sure to follow me. We appreciate it. That's real important. And be sure to visit bighitsbigfun.com to check out our radio station. The morning Meantime, show, yep. This is our new version of our radio station podcast. We're recording on Friday right now. It's Friday, January 19th. And we thank you for joining us. And when we say everything 80s, it's not just music. It's mm. pop culture. Uh, we are talking TV, uh, movies, movies uh, true crime, uh, things of that nature. So we'll get started uh, by talking about some things that happened uh, in uh, 1980 on this day. And the uh, the hostage crisis ended, right? 
On this very day? On this very day, or this weekend. Oh, that was one of my main childhood memories. That basically got the uh, news program Nightline going, and it's still going on to this day. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Carter's presidency ended, Ronald Reagan's began, and that is when the hostage crisis ended. It was uh, was inauguration morning. They let him go just Mm -hmm. to stick it to Jimmy. I should let everyone know, right? I should let everyone know that Marty does the trending report on all of our radio stations. He's very versed in news. Yeah. And information. Um, so that was one of the things that you remember. Uh, some of the things, uh, that wasn't the big hockey game in 1980? Oh, the All Miracle right. on Ice, Miracle Lake on Placid, Ice. which my wife and I may be going to Lake Placid for a weekend pretty soon. Okay, but you won't see the game. It already happened. No, I know. I know what happens. Yeah. Do you believe in miracles? Yeah. I should note that Marty's wife is a scientist while yeah. he talks about penis statues on the radio. Erected in Florida, yes. Yeah. All right. Mount St. Helens, May 18th, 1980. <laughs> Man, 80 was huge. Yeah. uh, CNN began. Wow. You know, that's really, uh, you know, when the 24-hour news cycle started, wow. You know? Yeah, and it's morphed into what we have today, which is not always good. Uh, There was a big fire at the MGM Grand Hotel in Vegas. I don't remember that. And the killer clown, John Wayne Gacy Jr., was sentenced to death after killing 33 young men. Yeah, I remember that. And boys. He was under his house. Yeah, I was in the... Unreal. In the crawl space or something, if I remember right. Yes. Uh, just a, a horrific Do you have story. some kind of... I, I'm, I'm kind of guilty of this. Not an infatuation, but an interest in serial killers. Do you find well, them interesting? I, I kind of find them interesting. I'm more of a mob enthusiast. Yes, I know. But yes, yeah, I did watch the Jeffrey Dahmer serial... See, I didn't uh, watch that. Yeah. You said I couldn't handle it, so I didn't. No, you couldn't. That was horrible. That was awful. It was awful. Rubik's Cube, 1980. Have you ever solved one of those? <laughs> Look at me. You know me. You're a total idiot. Do you, do you know me? You have? No, I haven't either. <laughs> <laughs> it was invented by Mr. Rubik in the 1970s. Sid which, Rubik. Yep. Yeah, it was uh, patented as the Magic Cube. The Magic Cube. See, Rubik's is much better. And then they uh, changed the name, and boy, oh boy, a big frenzy happened. I did a Pubic's Cube once. Yeah. <laughs> so we <laughs> see what it means about him? Uh, we do have uh, uh, several topics we want to talk about uh, because it's everything 80s. So today we're going to cover a little bit about Madonna's new tour coming up. We're going to talk about number two songs from the 1980s that never made it to number one that, but should have. And then we're going to end it with our true crime story or a little bit on the Night Stalker, Richard Ramirez. So that's what we're up to today. Speaking of serial killers. Yeah. So let's talk about Madonna. And uh, wow. All right. 40th anniversary tour. Tickets go on sale today. Today is Friday, January 19th. Don't think she's going to uh, break Ticketmaster like Taylor Swift did. No. uh, But it's going to be pretty huge. And the first show is in Canada. Did you see how she... Announced that this was going to happen. I must have missed that. It was a video of her, uh, Amy Schumer, which is one of your favorite comedians. I do like her. Jack Black. Love him. And Lil Wayne. My favorite Lil. Yeah. Right. And they're playing Truth or Dare. And I guess Amy Schumer dares her to go on tour, and that's how they announced the tour. That's pretty cool. Isn't that cool? Yeah, now her fans are expecting her to sound great, be seductive and sexy, and I believe that will happen. How old is she now? 64. I think she'll still be sexy. You know? I don't uh, know how her voice is holding up. It's probably pretty good. No, I, I bet she's great. The thing is, I'm going to be 64 Monday. I've never felt sexy or looked it. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Except I, that one time in that negligee. <laughs> in your cross-dressing days. Yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Madonna. Uh, there, ha- There isn't a female artist who has sold more records than Madonna. 
He's number one. No, back in the 80s and 90s, wow. she was the the one. I brought this up to someone, and they're like, well, what about Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift is at like probably not even 120 million records yet, which is huge for a young lady like her. And she's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. And there's a chance that she may break that record. But you know, but yet. 300 million records or albums. Wow. Amazing. Uh, downloads, whatever you want to call them these days. Oh, uh, wow. Is she coming anywhere close to here it's in Connecticut? Or? I don't know. I put a, uh, I sent the text to my buddy over at the casino, and he hasn't returned it like he normally <laughs> doesn't. So probably thinks I'm looking for tickets. He ghosted you a long time ago. <laughs> he did. Uh, Madonna has released 14 studio albums, three soundtracks, six live albums, seven compilation albums, and 38 limited releases, and that's all by memory, except it's right in front of me. Uh, world's best female-selling uh, uh, recording artist of all time. She's in the Guinness Book of Records for that. She has accumulated uh, total record sales, like I said, of over 300 million units. Um, That's the last time we checked. So she's going to start in Vancouver, but she's going to Europe too, right? She's going to go everywhere. I think it's a world tour, yeah. It's a world tour, okay. So that's fantastic. I think it's just good news. And in some cases, it's not a good idea for the older artists to go out, but... She seems to be the type of artist who, if she knew she didn't have it, she wouldn't go. And she knows she has it, so she goes. Right, 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 right. She's not going to make a fool of herself. She's not going to be up with the washed-up quarterback or somebody trying to uh, hang on to glory and, those, and not be very good. How about one of those washed-up morning DJs who used to be a real big deal? Yeah, I remember the guy like, oh, what was his name? Oh, yeah. Franco, I think, yeah, was his name. Yeah, and yeah, he kept hanging on and hanging if on. His and ratings, just, if his ratings just go away. Were, if his ratings were any lower, they'd be on the bottom of the ocean underneath the whale pool. There'd be a negative sign right beside it. <laughs> so, Madonna, that's pretty cool. See her if you can. I oh, did you hear about uh, there's a city in France apparently lost this valuable painting when they got bombed in the First World War uh-huh. back in like 1918, whatever it was. They think Madonna bought that painting like a long time ago down in New York at an auction for like a million three, and they're asking her if they can borrow it, I guess. Wow. So I don't know if she's going to. Maybe while she's over there concerting, she'll, concerting. Have, she'll bring the painting with her. All right. So uh, that's cool. Let, let's move on to number two songs. So okay. I, I mentioned this to, to somebody. It might have been you. You're like, what do you mean by that? Well, somebody said that. Why do you want to do that? I like the idea. I don't yeah. remember right, so questioning what, the idea. It wasn't but. you. So the idea here is uh, in the 1980s, or in any decade, but we're an 80s station and an mm-hmm. 80s podcast. We're everything 80s. Um. There's songs that peaked at number two that really should have been number one. So close. But the competition was so intense. So let's take a look. I put a list together. Uh, There's a million honorable mentions. There's probably a top 50 list. I'm going to go. So you're going to mention the number two and what was number one? I'm going to do the top 10, number twos. Okay. All right. And you're going to, you're going to want to kill me for the first one. Oh, geez. Are you ready for this? (laughs) <laughs> what song am I going to mention that would absolutely drive you crazy? <laughs> Come on, you know this. Oh, I should know this. Believe it or not, I'm walking. Oh, no. Away. Yes, I have that at number 10. Believe it or not by uh, Joey, Joey Scar- Scarberry. Yeah. Uh, was blocked by Endless Love by Lionel Richie and Diana oh, Ross. That, that one does not deserve to be number it one. It was number two, and it, it should have been deserve. a number one song. No, it TV. should not That's have. on my not list. Not with Endless Love there. It's on my list. It shouldn't have been number one. It was blocked. George saved that song. All right, number nine. Yeah, he did, didn't he? George Stanza. George on Seinfeld. Um, number nine, Waiting for a Girl Like You by Foreigner was okay. a number two song. That, never went wow, to that number didn't one. Go to, I thought that was a number one. You know one. why? Uh, 1980. Biggest song of 1980. I don't 
blocked it. Physical. Ah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I probably shouldn't have been number one then. I can't go for that Hall and Oates honorable mention there. That didn't uh, that didn't go either. Hmm. No, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I can't go like that by Hall and Oates was up there. All right, so uh, that's number nine. At number eight, and you'll probably disagree with this, but I have Burning Heart by Survivor. Burning Heart was by a Survivor? great number two song. That made it all the way to number two? Number two song blocked by That's What Friends Are For by Dion and Friends. That shouldn't have made it into the top 40. Okay. Here's one. Uh, that's number nine. No, that was number eight, right? Okay, so uh, number seven, I have Hazy Shade of Winter by The Bangles. That's a good song. All right, 1987, uh, blocked by Tiffany, could have been. Mm, I like the Bangles better. I saw them open for, uh, who was it? Mr. Mister. Wow. Yeah. Back <laughs> you in the know, day. Um, Susanna Hoffs just She's turned, had a birthday, yeah. She just turned 64, and I tried to get her attention on TikTok for an interview, mm. and to no avail, but I mean, she's 64, and she should have some sort of a skincare cream or something, because she looks amazing. Yeah. Acting a little weird, you know. She was always a little. Yeah, yeah. At uh, number six, I have Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House. Oh, that's a great song. Yeah, Don't Dream It's Over by Crowded House was blocked by I Knew You are Waiting for Me, uh, Aretha Franklin and George Michael. Ugh, that should have like been that? number one. Crowded yeah. House is uh, much better. Well, it didn't make it to number one because they were there. No, that, I got they it. They were there but longer. But there's an interesting story behind that song. Did you Crowded watch, House song? Uh, or the other one? The number one. The number one. Um, I Knew You were Waiting for Me. Did you watch, because I recommended it to you, to watch... The Clive Davis story, I think it's on Netflix or Hulu. I have not gotten around to that. Uh, but yeah, anybody who wants to. to learn about the insides and out, the ins and outs of the music business, Clive Davis is an amazing music man. Oh, yeah. Um, he's been through it all. He started mm -hmm. at Sony Music um, as our Columbia Records, it was called, as like a lawyer. And for somehow, some reason, they put him in the A&R department. He's like, all right, I'll, I'll do that. Okay, whatever. So he went to the Monterey Pop Fest and he discovered Janis Joplin. <laughs> oh, good one. So he has signed Janis Joplin, Bruce Springsteen, Simon and Garfunkel. I mean, this is Barry Manilow. It's ridiculous. An eye for talent. And yeah. He is the golden ear. He is like in his 80s and, uh, you know, gangster rap uh, oh, yeah. performers come to his office and say, what do you think of this? I mean, he's I done know, it and all. He's 80. You know, he's done it all. Uh, so there's a great story uh, about him on Netflix, and it was his idea to do this song. You know, it was his idea to put... Put Aretha Franklin and yeah, George Michael together. When you hear a duet... I would never think of them together, when, no. Yeah, but when you hear a duet, you know, you don't, you wonder, gee, how did that happen? Yeah. You know, how did Aretha Franklin get together with George Michael? Who did that? Well, it was Clive Davis. Clive Davis, the man of the golden air. So definitely check out his um, special... To learn, and it's not just '80s because you because he started, you know, when he started. Sorry, yeah, yeah he's the been dude's around 80, forever. So he's yeah. been around for. But I mean, uh, you'll learn a lot about, you know, about the music business. Same with the David Geffen. Did you watch the David Geffen yet documentary? No, I have not. Unbelievable! He totally lied his way into the record business, sort of like yeah. the way I I lied my way into a restaurant once. Did I tell you that? I went to work at a restaurant in. Uh, oh, is this the one down in, on the beach? Uh, it, no, not Jimmy's. It was, no, okay. it was like Jimmy's. Okay. So I go there and I lie and lie and lie and lie. Like what age? <laughs> I couldn't lie about my IQ. My, I tell the truth about my age. I, I'm younger than I look. <laughs> you uh, had white hair in the fourth grade. I lied about my IQ. <laughs> I know 140. I I, I I have to make a lie up about that. Um, no, I lied about the kitchens I've worked in. Right. Oh, okay. You. So I meet this kid from San Francisco, uh, Brett Duran. We became best friends. 
And he tells the story so beautifully. It's so funny. He goes, yeah, so this guy tells everybody that he worked in these restaurants. So I'm working with him. He picks up a knife. And I knew from the very second the way he was holding the knife, he didn't know what the hell he was doing. (laughs) (laughs) Gave yourself up early, huh? That's by the way I held the knife. Did they fire you on the spot? No, Brett covered for me. Good guy. Number five, I think you might agree with this one. Don't forget me when I'm gone, Glass Tiger. Uh, you know what? You mentioned that the other day. I had to put it on my phone because yeah. I didn't have it on there. That's, That's a, a great number song. two song from 1986, blocked by When I Think of You by Janet Jackson. Tough to beat. That's a good song, Tough too. to beat Janet Jackson I in the I love Janet. Wow. Oh, my gosh. She's back, you know. She's playing small venues. Is she? She's playing, I think. How about f- coming to the Wolf Den? A five, no, she's not Wolf Den act yet. <laughs> Give her time. <laughs> oh, she's gorgeous. She's the very same birthday as me. Exactly. Really? Yep. You know, did I mention my birthday's coming up? Yes, you mentioned it. All right. Um, Open Arms by Journey. You know I love Journey, but that song's too slow for me. And it's too burnt. We still play it on our station. I I don't know. It just slows everything down. What blocked it? Uh, Centerfold, Jay Giles. Oh, best song. Good song. So I agree with that one, getting blocked. All right. I have it number three, Girls Just Want to Have Fun. Cindy Lauper was not a number one song. That song wasn't number one. That's you know shocking why? to me. <laughs> why? There won't be any more. Jump by Van Halen. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not so shocked anymore. Not I think so you're going to be shocked on number one. It's just a matter of timing sometimes, isn't it? And luck. It, it, it just, there's so much more that yeah. goes into it. It's unbelievable. You know, the odds of even getting a record deal or a record on the radio. You know what's happening now? We've talked, we haven't, we haven't talked about MCV. Obviously, it's our first, uh, our yeah, first uh, Everything 80s. Not today, but, but. No, not today, but I do want to mention, because you just made me think of this. Um, you know, MTV was so instrumental in breaking artists in the 80s. Sure. Right? Now it's not here. Do you know what? And not at the same levels. I don't want everybody to freak out. So it's not at the same level, but do you know what? It's all reality shows now. Do you now. know what the new thing is? Right. But do you know what the new thing is that's breaking artists now that there's no... TikTok? Em- yes. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah. There's an artist that has a song called When I Think of You, Stephen Sanchez. Uh, and the only reason I know this is because I also do a show on our Top 40 station that's owned by our company, and I hear these songs. Uh, it's hmm. when I think of you, and I looked up Stephen Sanchez, a kid from Northern California, and I love this, that somebody his age loves crooners, Frank Sinatra, oh, really? Harry Connick Jr., and uh, it was all over TikTok like a year and a half ago, hmm. all right, and it broke. And it's just now getting it's, but it's a hit. the radio. And, and, and that's kind of like, you know, and not at the level MTV was, and it might be someday. Could be. You know, a lot of independent artists that are breaking on TikTok. Uh, Jack's uh, Victoria's Secret song. Do you know the song? That I do not know. That broke on TikTok. Jack's, by the way, follows me, and my daughters were like, why? My neighbor has a dog named Jax. Oh, yeah. Anyway, um, and I follow her on TikTok as well, so follow Jax. Um, but anyway, th- this is an example of, you know, mm-hmm. tying kind of tying MTV not being here with what the new thing is that breaks artists, and it really is... TikTok. Yeah. You know? Something will be there to fill the vacuum, that's yep. for sure. At number two was not a number one song, Pour Some Sugar On Me. Uh, Def Leppard was not a number one song in the 80s. We have a, uh, we used to have a local version of Dancing With The Stars here at Mohegan Sun. Right. And I danced in that one year, and that was one of the songs I danced to. I would love to see some video of that. There might be some video out there in the Ethernet. Anytime I want to get nauseous, let me know where I can find that. (laughs) So Richard Marks blocked that one? You can see from that far away. Richard Richard Marks. Ready for number one? Yeah. All right. Purple Rain. Wait a minute. No. It never got the number one? No, Raspberry Beret. Raspberry Beret. You played that today. I heard it. Yeah. It was not a number one song. 
But guess what it was up against? I don't know. Actually, Raspberry Beret, Purple Rain, and You Got the Look, all not number one songs. What? Yeah, Raspberry Beret, 85, Purple, Purple Rain, Rain wasn't 84, either? and You Got the Look, 87 by Prince. And here are the songs that blocked it. A View to a Kill by Duran Duran. Oh, that's a good song. In 85, Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go. How do you beat that? Oh, 80s, my God. Right? I don't like that song, but I know how good it is. Here's one I don't get. Lost in Emotion by Lisa Lisa beat... Uh, what? You got the look by Prince and never there's made it. There's no way that beat Billboard. Prince. Yeah. Now, there's a ton of honorable oh, mentions. On. There's a lot of honorable mentions, but uh, uh, I'm not going to mention them. Uncle Mookie. I love that. Isn't that kind of fun? That is very fun. look at that. You know, I, I really that. like the I, this, this podcast. I think people are going to enjoy it. You know, again, if you're a fan of the 80s, you're listening. If you consume anything 80s, and there's a lot of competition, so we appreciate you taking a second out. If you're this far into our podcast... God bless you, little Jimmy. God bless you, little Jimmy and oh. John. Johnny. Johnny's listening now, too. John, Is he? Johnny on the ones and twos. Really? Um, but if you're consuming uh, 80s, please... Uh, share our podcast, like it, follow it, do whatever it is you do. Let's really build this up because it's a great decade to talk about. Love the 80s. Again, I am Franco in the Morning. Find me on TikTok at Franco in the Morning, F-R-A-N-C-O. Give it a like and uh, be sure to follow uh, F-R-A-N-C-O at Franco in the Morning for the history of music. Uh, Franco Carafano is where you'll find me on Facebook. I appreciate you following me as a digital creator on Reels. And uh, be sure to listen to our radio station, 100.9 K Hits FM at BigHitsBigFun.com. We'll when do you have time to do anything? That's a lot of stuff. It's a lot of places to find it's you. It's crazy, right? I love it. And you know what's going on on TikTok? Uh, I get people now not complaining, but like... Arguing how can, with how you? Can, no. How, well, they, no, not really. How come you haven't done a piece on Jeff Beck? You know, I know that Jeff Beck died. I have time to do it yet. Yeah. Are you going to do a deep dive into David Crosby? I'm like... Yeah. No, I'm busy. It's like, I, it's like, I hey, can't get to it. You know, I'm, uh, I'm no disrespect. No, I'm considering starting a Patreon channel where people, if they want this type of stuff, if there's enough interest, they can pay, and then I'll then I'll do it. At that point, you know, it's like I'm just thinking about that. Show you the money. You know, there are a lot of creators that are doing that because you know you you start doing it and it becomes so time consuming. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you really need to make something, and it's not a lot. Okay, uh, the clock on the wall is ticking. So Marty, just briefly. Um, our true crime uh, piece is a little bit, uh, just a short t- true crime piece about Richard Marrera, Ramirez, the Night Stalker. I watched a little bit of the documentary on him, and I didn't finish it. I don't know. Uh, I just, well, no, I had COVID, I did. He, uh, his serial killer killed the first person he killed was a 74-year-old woman in 1984. His reign of terror went on for a year or so in California. Yeah, it was California. They yeah. caught him by matching his DNA with a nine-year-old girl. What a mm. piece of crap. They called him the Night Stalker, uh, the Walk-In Killer, the Valley Intruder, um, and he, w- he brutally killed people. Uh, gun, hammer, um, yeah. tire iron, didn't matter. Uh, so he's our little topic this morning uh, or today um, on our, our podcast, our true He's crime. dead though, right? Yeah, he died. Well, actually, he he was sentenced to like nine death sentences. I'd hope. But he died of cancer in jail. Uh, his okay. first attacks were in uh, San Gabriel Valley. Um, serial killer, sex offender, his crime spree in California between 84 and 85. Overall, great guy. Yeah. You know what? This guy's a real jerk. Did you ever hear Norm McDonald do that? <laughs> yes. You love Norm. This guy's a real jerk. Uh, but no, uh, he was awaiting execution, died in 2013. Of course, they blamed it on his childhood. Uh, he was sexually abused as a child. And he started, yeah, he, he grew up in Texas, moved to California. He's a cocaine user or abuser. 
started with um, lots of know, problems, robbing houses and uh, burglary and stuff like that. So uh, Richard Ramirez, uh, again, that documentary is where. That's a Netflix, I believe. Netflix documentary. Yeah. I got through two parts. I think there's one more part. I just yeah, didn't I think get I to did it. watch it. I did watch it, I think. But um, yeah, his reign of terror ended and then uh, he died in jail while waiting in 2013 while awaiting one of his 19 death sentences. I'm going to let you end the podcast by yourself. Cause the guy's a real jerk. We're ending right now. Oh, okay. Shout out to Johnny on the ones and twos. Little Jimmy who's still hanging in there and anyone else. Be sure to follow us and like us and, and do all the things that you do with podcasts. We're out.